Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another sighting episode of the Just Seen Podcast. And today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about relationships. Um, I guess I kind of talk about that on a regular basis, but like this one is going to be like a real, real conversation about relationships, actually. Um, and I kind of want to talk about this 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 um, topic because it's like, for one, I got a different outlook on relationships. Um, and for two, I feel like it, it suffices. And as I sat with it and, you know, elaborated more on what I want, which direction I want to go with this, um, episode, it kind of opened up to more, more, uh, expressions of how different parallelisms and shit, you know, connect to, you know, why relationships are fruitful, <clears throat> why they're fruitless, why some work, why some don't work, but, the ultimate theme is that like why when the relationship is viable or whatever the case may be and the the transition happens from relationship to marriage and shit why suddenly things quote unquote change <laughs> and why things just you know operate from a different dynamic and you know it got me thinking like there's so many different ways and there's so many different undertones to relationships that relate to monetary gain, that the shit seems like the two need to go hand in hand. So it's, you know, I'm gonna kinda break that down. So I was I was having a conversation with a woman and, you know, we were talking about uh the relationship dynamic and, you know, um just certain certain capacities of relationships and, you know, developing them, growing them and just different terminologies and different, you know, expressions. And it triggered this one, you know, it triggered this episode. And um, I'm going to go a little bit deeper into the context of how this one kind of developed and what this one really represents. Because like, as you've seen from the title is, you know, relationships, is it a job or a business? And, you know, I, somehow, like, I don't know, like, the way my shit works, it all has to be intertwined to everything I do to make me understand it better and shit. You feel me? But I look at relationships as a business now. But I also understood them and used to look at them as a job. And it's like a mind-blowing moment because or an aha moment because it's like, you know, for a long time, you can see somebody who, you know, treats a relationship like a job. You can see somebody who treats a relationship like a business, and you can see somebody who treats a relationship as a job business dynamic where one person is the business owner, the other person is the employee. You know what I mean? It's like in so many different regards, we can see how we play in a relationship, you know, and then just tying that into certain dynamics, certain words, certain aspects that we typically use in relationships that, you know, are currently that like are actively aligned to things that are financially gained or financially lost. You feel what I mean? You know, so that's what I wanted to talk about in this episode. You know, just let my metaphors flow. You feel me? And speak on that a little bit. So, um, yeah. But before we hop into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Just Seen Podcast. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. So all those who would like to tip and sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the description of your podcast, not the episode, but the podcast itself. So all those who do 
and already have tip sponsored and donate to the podcast. You are greatly appreciated. I know that should have went the other way, but I don't want to start over again. So y'all know how I rock. Um, yeah, Cash App and PayPal are just fine. Um, and as always, that's this for that and that's that for this. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into hmm, relationships. I don't want that to be the title of this, so fuck it. We're going to dive into relationships, a job or a business. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Us series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSing.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSing.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSing.com. You ever want to just chat with Sing about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSing.com. <laughs> anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSing.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustSing.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. And without further ado, we're going to get straight into this episode. All right, so... Like I said, this conversation, you know, it was sparked um, because I was having the conversation with someone about it. And, you know, we kind of really just, you know, opened up a dynamic that showed something different. But, like, I'm looking at how when we consider relationships, like, um, most people, and this is something that I've always seen. And this is why I'm going to tie it into all of this, because this is... Look, this is just the words that people already use. And y'all know how I am about words. You know what I'm saying? I feel words are very powerful and are very potent. And the moment we attribute certain words to certain dynamics, it's like, yo, why did we do that as a collective? You feel what I'm saying? Why do we do that as a collective? And, you know, it has some kind of merit that ties to it. So the spark of all of this was the fact that, you know, cliche wise, I hear everybody say, Relationships are work. Relationships are work. You gotta work in a relationship. You gotta, you know, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not knocking that. You gotta put in some work for a relationship. But by that logic, you know, and this is where the metaphor and all the examples are gonna come in. With relationship being work, do you view a relationship or do people typically view a relationship as a job or a business? And there's, as somebody who's been on both sides of the spectrum, I can honestly say there's a difference between approaching work from a job perspective and a difference approaching work from a business perspective. And approaching work from the job perspective is, you motherfuckers don't pay me enough. This is my job description. This is what I'm going to do. You know, the business perspective is approaching work from a business perspective is, you know, it's not, it's like I have to serve a purpose. Like, I don't think people really, people, a lot of people start businesses to get money, but the, you know, the thing behind starting a business, any business that you start is what need can I fulfill? 
and what purpose can I serve? You know, and the job is more so I need something to do. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say it like that because it's going to seem like I'm down. I got to be objective as possible in this one so it can be thoroughly understood. So the business is more so what need can I fulfill? The job is the need has already been fulfilled. I have to just play a certain part in the fulfillment of it. You feel me? If, if that's if that makes sense. So like, you know, when we're looking at relationships being work, it's like, how do we approach the work? Is this a job that I'm okay? Look, I get to a point where motherfucker, you're not paying me enough, or is it the job where I get to where? You know, um, is it the business side? Is work potion work is the business side going up? Okay, I cannot take off until the needs are for fully for fully met for <laughs> to the needs are fully met of what it is that I'm doing. You feel what I'm saying? And as I observe relationships that I've been in, you know, in the past, and I observe relationships that people are in. It's always certain dynamics that let me see. And I get it. It's the programming, too. It's the programming, too, because as you know, everything has a certain rhythm. Everything has a certain connection, you know, as above, so below, as within, so without. So when I look at how many people um, view relationships or they approach them, it's like, you know, give me the like, it's like a job. They approach it like a job. Okay, I have the excitement when I get hired and all of that shit, but then it's like, I just want to be here to do the same thing over and over again. Make it easy for me. Let me get this easy check. Let me secure it. You know what I'm saying? And I watch people at the same time who have approached relationships from a business perspective be in a situation where they're like, you know, I have to do everything I can to keep this where I needed to be. No days off for me. For the job aspect, I need my days off. Now, this is not to imply you'll be up all up under a motherfucker. No, no, ain't no, no, no. And that's not what I'm talking about. No. But what I'm saying is, you know, once you cross into the business side, you no longer work nine to five, you work 24-7. And now you got to figure out how to delegate that 24-7 to give you back as much time as possible, right? So a lot of work has to go in. You know, with the job, it's not exactly the same. So the reason why I'm saying it like this is because as people, and I said as above, below, as as above, as so below, as within, so without, you can tell the way a person works a job, how they're going to be in a relationship a lot of times and vice versa. You know what I mean? You can see how somebody works a business and how they're going to be in a relationship from that perspective. But then you start to get to a point of understanding where it's like, where we already program to be so tied into this routine and this mundane reality that we cannot do anything different. And here's what I'm saying. That like when people treat their relationships like a job, because it's all work, but when people treat their relationships solely as a job, it's reflective in the fact that these same people are, I mean, they go to work to do their job. And you ask, mm, I'm gonna use this example. This is an, an actual physical, real example that I could think of as far as the job perspective. Okay, so when I used to work in Philly, 
I had an employee who was about 50, right? He was about 50 and he was just a regular supervisor, right? It's not the knock. I'm not knocking it or anything like that, but he had been there for 10 years, right? And he was a regular supervisor and he didn't have the ambition to go any further or do anything more than that. He even took the test to be a manager, be an accountant. And he said, nah, I don't want that responsibility, right? When he had his moments where he would talk about now he's 50 and he was still referring to his lady as his girl, got kids by her and everything. He's like, yo, that's my girl. It's like, y'all ain't married, bro. Y'all ain't, nah. And his attitude was reflective of it. And the two things kind of went hand in hand. He went as far as he was supposed to go or as far as he felt he should have went to still be comfortable enough to float. One of the things that he said was, you know, I'd rather stay here because I'm making more money tip wise as he said, I'm making more money tip wise than I would as a salaried account manager, which was bullshit because, I mean, come on. And I knew payroll, so I kind of knew what my, you know, it's like, nah, bro, it's not. But I get where he was coming from because he's like, once I'm salaried, then I can't get overtime. I can't get tips in it. Okay, cool. That makes sense. You feel me? But at the same time, that revealed a lot of the undercurrent because it's like his perspective is if I can't get the tips and I can't get the extra for doing extra, then there's no incentive for me to do it. So he has an incentivized mentality. So I'm tying that big into the stories of the conversations he was telling me about it. Like he's in his 50s and he still has a girlfriend. Mind you, she might still be comfortable being his girlfriend. So I can't get mad and be like, oh, he ain't, you know, trying to step up to the plate. Some people don't have to step up to the plate when they approach a relationship as a job. And this is the job. This is the work that satisfies them to pay, to quote unquote, pay the bills they need. Right. If a relationship is approaching that same dynamics where it's a job, it's work, but this is a job. I'm going to do what pays my bills. You feel me? I don't necessarily want to do more. You feel what I'm saying? And so I'm like, bro, you got kids with her and you got you got kids with her. You feel me? You don't and you don't live with her like y'all don't like. Nah, man, that's still my girl because we still be having, you know, ups and downs and shit. And mind you, this is the same story that I tell when I was like, yo, you 50 showing me twerk videos. That's a problem. And now I'm starting to see more and more of the connection. I'm I'm using this not to shame or to bash this man, but his example is indicative of how a lot of relationships are. When they view this work, they're viewed from the perspective of it's a job. Right. And as a job, it's like I'm doing I'm doing what I need to do. I might get a promotion every now and again, but I'm not going to force the promotion. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not going to force it. If they give it to me, they give it to me. That was a mindset that I've noticed that he had. I'm like, yo, you already finished all of the training courses and everything. He's like, man, if they give me a site, they give me a site. But dude, you're not putting any work to show that you deserve a site of your own. You feel what I'm saying? It wasn't until I got promoted and became supervisor over him that made him say, he was like, man, I've been here longer than you. There's no reason why. I didn't put in no more than two years. I put in two years and one month in that business, in that company. And I told everybody from the jump, I said, I'm going to be account manager in a year and I'm going to be out of that bitch in two. 
whatever. It was motherfuckers that was there for five to 10 years, longer than me. And I surpassed them and they were tight. They were mad. It was like, how'd I get skipped over for it? You tell me, motherfucker. You tell me, motherfucker. How serious are you in life with the things that you want to do? So again, I'm tying that to relationships because I watch how people who have the job mentality, they go through the quote unquote motions and the phases. Okay, we've been together for, okay, we've been together for two years now. Let me go here. We've been together for three years now. Let me propose. They operate from a perspective of a job. Everything has to be aligned with what I'm told to do. You know what I mean? Or what is allowed for me to do within this. So it's like motherfuckers really don't take, they don't put, they really don't put in any work in relationships. You feel me? They're just in relationships. You dig what I'm saying? So as I look at it from that perspective of entrepreneurs and shit, now switching it from the work of the business side, there's no speed. There's no time to when a mission can be accomplished or when a certain milestone is set from the business perspective. You just do it. You just do it. You you are task oriented. So it's not like a process of, okay, I'm going to put in two years here and then now let me get a promotion. Like I said, from the job perspective, I'm going to put in two years and now let me get a promotion. Entrepreneur mindset and the, the from the business aspect of putting in the work is like, yo, fuck that. I want this amount of money in a, in six months. Let me, here's the, here's the defined task that I need to do for myself, marketing, advertising, all these. Here's this part that I need to put into myself. And I'm going to make this, watch, I'm going to connect this motherfucker to relationships. Watch. So I know that my plan is this like one thing that I never like I used to always feel I never really felt weird about let me say it like that I felt very comfortable with hearing is when women would say things like okay I'm trying to settle down in a year have a baby within two years and everything and motherfuckers be completely like oh she trying to rush she trying to do no that's not rushing that's moving according to a plan business-minded shit Low-key, a lot of women be business-minded in relationships. You feel me? They view work. They view the relationship. The work that has to go into a relationship, they view it as a business intentionally. You feel me? Many men don't really do that. You know what I mean? We look at it from a job perspective. Let me put in the necessary work, and when the steps come, then now here's the time. It's like people say, okay, when the right time comes, did you know you make the right time come? This is going to be a quick tangent. Let me bring it back. I'm studying. I've been studying, um, you know, uh, tarot and the tree of life and shit. I've been studying it for a long time, but like these last couple months, um, I've been really, really diving heavy into it. Um, more so um, just, you know, refreshing and shit like that. But um, more so because it was, you know, something that I had to structure into uh, Sulfur 3 as the final piece of it. Um, <clears throat> but one thing, and this is one of my favorite pieces, like, you know, tarot and tree of light, they tie hand in hand, whether people understand it or not. Even they even connect with religion. That's a whole I can talk about that connection a whole another time. But I'm saving that for Soul for three so you can see it when it's when the time's coming. Um, which is really soon. I know I keep saying that, but yeah, just stay on your the edgy seats. <laughs> but anyway, one of my favorite paths of the tree of life, which is also one of my favorite cards of tarot, is the Will of Fortune card, right? 
when I studied that, when I studied that conceptualization, the Wheel of Fortune card, the Wheel of Fortune path is about karma. Mastering it is about karma. But you reach a point where you understand that karma doesn't happen to you. You create your karma. That transitions you into being trend like and i get it people say well what about the shit i was born into okay yeah there's things that you have no control over whatsoever because it's just being a part of the universal reality but everything that you've done three years ago two years ago five years ago led to where you are right now whether you are were conscious of it or not your actions dictated this reality that you're in right now so therefore your actions now will dictate what's going to happen two years from now, three years from now, five years from now, right? The full dynamic is when you create your karma and karma isn't good or bad. Karma is simply the reward or I don't want to say reward because that comes off good. It is the, the cause of your effects. No, the effects of your causes. I said it backwards, but it's the effects of your cards. That's what karma is. So it's good or bad to you, depending on what you put in. You feel me? Short, shortcutting shit, not putting in details and all that shit. It's going to affect it. It's going to be effective when the time comes for that karma to hit you. You feel me? Depending on how you play it out. So I'm saying that because it's like when people be like, you know, now bringing it back to the relationship side, people look at relationships from that perspective of, oh, I, I can't create a good relationship. This just has to happen, this person. And that's when it becomes selfish. It becomes the selfish versus the selfless part because people view the relationship from the dynamic of, um, if they do it from a job is how are how is this relationship, how is this gonna benefit me? And the business side is how can I be a benefit, right? And when people are in that space of it's like, you set a plan. What kind of relation? I want to be here by this time. I want to be here by this time. I want to be here by this time. It's like, you can't do that with a person who has a quote unquote job mentality when it comes to the relationship. You can only do that with another business minded relationship person. Not relationship, but as a relationship person, which is hard to come by. And I'm saying that because it's like, Maybe it's just the way that women are put on. Okay, well, we're put on a timestamp. We're put on this and, you know, we got biological clocks and all that shit that it gets serious. But even that has its limitations because that business side mind where it's like, okay, I want to be here by this time, this time, this time, this time. They don't start that until the time is almost up. So that has an issue as well with it sometimes. You feel what I'm saying? But the core of it all is that when we're dealing with relationships from that perspective, we don't look at it. We never, I rarely see people playing in relationships. This is one thing that I always tell people. They be like, when I ask people, you know, if I'm if I'm talking to a woman and I'm like, yo, so what are your intentions with me? Oh, I just want to see where this goes. It's going nowhere. It's going nowhere. Every relationship that I enter, I have a plan. A plan of what I want to happen. Right? Before I even get into relation, now it's like, do you fit in this plan and can you be a part of it? You know, NDIRE got a song that says, can you be a part of my life? That is one of my favorite fucking relationship songs, period. Like, I don't care. Like, that shit is fucking fire because she'd be like, I know that it looks good, but can you be a part of my life? And I know that it feels good, but can you be a part of my life? Like, that is some real shit because it's like, the job is, oh, I want to be, look at the benefits. You got benefits, 401k, dental, all of that shit. But the business side is that, no, I have to, you, I'm creating 
the space to give the insurance out that gives the good benefits. You feel what I mean? But it requires more work. It requires a lot more work. And a lot of people don't feel that they have to put in work anymore. So when you don't have to put in work, you go to the perspective of a job. When you know you have to put in work, you go to the perspective of um, the business side. You feel me? But when we treat relationships like that as they really are, you know, because we can't just say, okay, relationships work and then decide, okay, either and, and not decide which way we're going, which way we're going to put the work in. Am I going to be a business owner in this relationship or am I going to just be an employee? Because now if I'm an employee, who's the employer? That was a moment of silence. That was a moment of silence because it's like people just, yo, we got it. This is where you get a relationship. Ayo, 50 50. I'm I'm doing my job here. You feel me? And then on the same aspect of it, the business side is like that gets a little bit more crippling because then it's like, you know, well, Here's your job. Here's my job. But then from the, from the business perspective, it's not even 50-50. And people think it's 100-0. No, it's 100-100. You got to give me all of you and I got to give you all of me in order for this shit to function. I'm not giving you half of me and you giving me half of you. And it's like, no, we're working. We're employees at that point. You feel me? Marriage, relationships, serious relationship, they're business moves. They're not fucking just, just things that happen. Because it's like this, when you work, in, it's just like this, when you're working at a job, right, it's like either you give me a raise or you give me a promotion, you know, you give me more hours or whatever the case may be, or I go find another one. You have to give me that. As an employee, you have to give me more. You have to give me a higher incentive for me to stay. Otherwise, I'm going to go where my incentive is higher. Right. There's no reason to commit to that. Men and women both got that mentality. You feel me? But from a relationships perspective, if we operate it from that, it's like, well, um, women, you know, quote unquote, get the pass a little bit more. You know, well, we both kind of get the pass. But at the end of the day, nobody leaves a job until another one is secure. Very rarely. Do motherfuckers just leave a job for another one to secure it? Because it's like, eh, I can't leave yet. Let me make sure you matching, you know, tying it back to cheating and shit like that. Work hubbies, work bays, all of that shit. Those things are realities because people know they're miserable. They don't like their job, but they can't quit it because it's stable. Well, it's paying my bills. It's keeping me where I need to be. I don't need to, you know what I mean? But I don't really like it here fully. It has its moments where it gets busy, has its moments when it gets slow, it dies down, but it's still paying me consistently. But now it's like, I want to do more, so let me get a raise. Uh, Well, you got to do more work. No, I'm not doing more work. You're going to give me more money. You feel me? I'm not doing any more for this relationship, but you're going to give me more back out of it. That's the job mentality of people. You feel me? And they apply that. We use that heavily in relationships. You do know what I'm saying? So then when we flip that to the other side for the entrepreneurs, I was like, yo, why do people put so much work into it? Like, I've noticed that when people be like, yo, why do like successful relationships with, with, with business people and shit like that? Why does it work for one to two or a line and they're business partners? The relationship is your business. 
<laughs> it's, you feel what I'm saying? We use so many different words. Consciously, unconsciously, what the fuck ever. They be like, yo, keep people out your business. Your relationship is the business of you and your significant other. Don't be putting people in your business because people can make it messy and everything like that. This motherfucker's in your relationship business that ain't supposed to be in it. You hired the wrong people. You got the wrong team. Your relationship is your business. And it's not just your business. It's you both's business. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's the business of both of y'all as y'all come together. But a lot of people, sometimes they get intimidated because it's like that business side has to grow. So it's like, do you, and, and then this is where the dynamic often comes into. And I tie this, I could be reaching, but I'm going to say it because you know me, I don't give a fuck. But when it comes to that whole capacity of, oh, men lead, women follow it, everything. This is where that business side comes in. You feel me? It's It works perfectly for the job perspective. From the job example, it works perfectly from that because then that means men are the employers, women are the employees. Don't nobody want to hear it like that, though. Men lead, women follow. Okay, that means men are the employers, women are the employees. So you shut the fuck up when I cut your hours because business ain't doing good. You feel what I'm saying? You shut the fuck up when you're as an employee aren't doing what you're supposed to be doing. So now I have to bring in more employees or I have to fire you. You feel me? Motherfuckers, oh, I should have been promoted a long time ago. Have you been doing promotable work? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it sounds so much different and so much harsher when you put it in this example. But it's like, this is what the reality is. This is what people are being conditioned into as far as relationships go. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, think about it like this. If I know, if I'm the employer and you're just the employee, why would I call you my business partner if I know you're not? You dig what I'm saying? Why would I elevate you to the stature of business partner when all you show me is that you could be an employee? And it's vice versa. Don't get me wrong, because women is marrying dudes now. You getting, you know, and all of that shit. But, and then women are leading relationships too. And this is something that I've experienced in my past. Like women will come from relationships where they were the employer. And they dealt with employees and they think they're going to they think they're going to employ another employer. Fuck no. Fuck no. Now let's run a business. Oh, no, that's different. I ain't built for that shit. OK, well, shit. And I'm not built for staying an employee. So we got to figure something out, lady. You feel me? So when we look at relationships from that dynamic, it's like that's how it plays out, because the traditional aspect and everything is when you look at it from that perspective, men lead, women follow. Simple. Now, it seems like because we make it biblical, we make it so religious and it sounds so much better like that. But when you peel back the layers and we play semantics a little bit, what this is saying is that men are employers, women are employees. And in every facet, it shows that shit. You feel me? Men are the ones who can get the divorces, not women. You feel me? It's like... <laughs> When women get the divorce, that's the equivalent of saying, nigga, you can't fire me because I quit. No, you were fired. You're fired. It's like you you can feel good about yourself because you quit, but I just fired you. And now I'm going to have somebody else replace you. Because I do the employing. You are just the employee. 
because I have to lead. You have to follow. That's why I always tell women when it comes to that, that touchy subject, men lead, women follow. You got to know where the fuck you going. Because no logical employer fires an employee that is doing what they're supposed to do. They promote the fuck out of them and they promote them fast. I'm going to use myself as an example. You feel what I'm saying? When I started off in, um, before I became an account manager, I was just a basic valet. But I was like, look, give me the skills and the resources to keep going. You feel what I'm saying? So I eventually got to the point where my, my account manager did not have to do anything. He was like, yo, I'm calling in Ray Singh because he's gonna he knows how to run the site for me. And he was able to go off and run another site. It got me my experience and I was able to level up quick. You feel what I'm saying? Them motherfuckers didn't dare hire me. They didn't even think twice to fire me. But every time I asked for a promotion, every time I asked for a raise, because you gotta ask for these things. I shouldn't have to tell a man that I'm ready to get married and <laughs> you might have to, if we're looking at it from this perspective. But you feel me? Or dude's like, I shouldn't have to tell my lady that I need this, that, and that. If you want that promotion, you need to ask for it. Close mouths. Don't get fed. But anywho, I became an asset to that company. They didn't think twice about firing me. Because it's like, we can't lose that asset. But then there's people that they can just let go easily. It's like, letting me go. You feel me? I put myself in that position to feel that way. You feel me? And I've noticed in that same reality, because it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just the way the universe works. But I've, again, even from myself and from the perspective of others, you feel what I mean? When it comes to putting that relationship piece together, it's like, you know, you can tell how somebody is in relationships. You feel me? In the relationships that I've been in, there's not many... I mean, of course, logically with time and just growth and everything like that, but there's not many women that I've been with that I cannot be with again. Like, I don't know, arrogant shit, but I'm seeing how it played out because it's like there's not many physical jobs that I've worked that I can't be rehired. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I can literally hit the phone up and be like, yo, y'all need somebody for this? Yeah. Can you come through? When can you start? Whenever. I do this. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, but I've noticed how people, the very people that I be watching, like, oh, this relationship was bad. This person with me. Ask them about their job history. This, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny, but this is, you know, very similar parallelism. Like, look at their job history. It's like, why didn't this, why you ain't work this job? Because then you have people will say things like, because I know deep down I'm a business owner. And this is where the line starts to switch and we're going to segue into the other side. People, I know deep down inside, I'm a business owner until it's time to fucking do some business. You're not a business owner. You're just a motherfucker who don't want to work for nobody anymore. But the plot twist to a business owner, plot twist to running your own businesses, you don't work for nobody. You work for everybody. Why they ain't telling y'all that part? And motherfuckers is thinking, oh, yeah, you feel me? I just want to make money passive. Income. Okay, cool. Say that shit. You just want to be passive have passive income, but to receive passive income, you have to do a massive amount of work ahead of time to lock in. And this is the part where I was talking about how relationships are like relationships that develop from the perspective of the business mindset. They have plans. Okay. I want to have kids by this time. I want to have somebody locked in by this time. We, at this point, people keep telling, oh, don't rush it. You can't rush your shit. You can't rush your vision. Always remember that shit. 
that's one of the things that hinder a lot of people from their own personal growth because they see momentum happening. They see things growing. They be like, let me stop because everybody says I can't rush my growth. I can't rush my momentum. And you apply that shit to every aspect of your life and you spend so much time wasted because you're not executing your right plan. This is physically from an actual business perspective, entrepreneur wise, but actually as it ties to the relationship, you be vibing with a motherfucker for, you know, a month and a half, two months. This And y'all are really legit on some other shit. Not like y'all forced it and y'all love bombed each other, but y'all 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 connection is so fucking organic that it doesn't feel like time is moving. When you sit back and realize how long y'all been vibing, you be like, for real, it's been that long. You feel me? That's the delineating factor between the two. When you know when you're rushing something, when you can count how long you've been doing it. You feel what I'm saying? That's when you being love bombed. That's when the motherfucker is trying to be the employee showing you that I need a raise. I'm going to be the best employee, whatever the case may be. Let that shit fade out. That shit's going to fade out. But on the other side of that, it's not the same as when time has gone, but you don't remember the time. You can't put the time to it. It's like, bruh, bruh, it's been a long time, but it feels short. That's how you know you're not rushing shit. And the problem is that we don't articulate that with other people. And if we do articulate with that other people, we got to remember, you can't talk business shit. You can't talk employer shit with your employees. Right. And what I mean by that is now taking it into relationship. You sharing your relationship business as having having the business side of it of putting in the work to you know what i mean do it from the business perspective with people who only treat relationships like jobs how many motherfuckers have fucked up good relationships and ended good relationships or cut off good relationships with good people simply because they talked to some motherfuckers who had a job mentality of their relationship not speaking to other motherfuckers who have been who have seen the relationship from the business perspective and looked at it from the business perspective. It's like, you know, this has a plan to it. You just telling motherfuckers your business. You tell it, yeah, girl, because he does this, he does that, he does this. He's a good employee. You feel what I'm saying? And when he's a good employee, motherfuckers get excited for you. Mm -mm -mm. This is a fucking crazy ass metaphor and reality at the same time. Because it's like this in real life. While well, it's real life. But like when you tell motherfuckers about an employee, they get excited for you. When you tell a motherfucker about an employer, sometimes it's, it's totally different. You feel what I mean? It's totally different. And from that business side, from the relationship side of that, it's like I'm an employer and I need another employer. I don't need another employee in my life. Because now we have to figure out how to the best way to employ the shit that we do. You feel what I'm saying? But like I said, when you're expressing and you're sharing your relationship business with from the perspective of this is a business, which means I have to go 100%, 100% with somebody, which means that I need a plan, a goal, and a vision at all times. So I want my relationship to be like that. You feel what I'm saying? And in developing your relationships like that, you have to look at how you're sharing with the people and who you're sharing it with. You feel me? It's like, oh, girl, he need to do this. Hey, nah, bro, that ain't that ain't cool. That she ain't gonna. 
you talking about the right, you talking about the right shit with the wrong people. So you're going to get the wrong response back. Communication is a real thing. You have the message, messenger, the receiver and everything, the message in the middle. That message in the middle cannot be received probably because you're not talking to the right fucking person. Now you can sabotage and fuck up a whole relationship with a potentially good person simply because you're used to speaking to the wrong people about some shit they ain't got nothing to do with. You feel me? Tying that back into, you know, asking people feedback on shit that they've never done before. What do you get out of that? You dig what I'm saying? You get nothing. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. So looking at your relationships and moving it from a business perspective, you know, okay, bam, I got this plan. You can be in that space. Okay, I really want this person. Right? Now I'm going to put in the work and shit like that. Here's where I am. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Okay, let's make this. Let's make certain things happen. Sometimes the lines can be blurred because you can be dealing with somebody who's a love bomber while you're a person who's a relationship planner. You feel me? You're a relationship planner. They're a love bomber. In the beginning, it seems like it's okay, but then they can't love bomb them their way out of them out of the employee fight, out of the employee phase, and they realize, oh, I, you're not gonna settle if I'm not. You're not gonna do anything other than me being an employer. I can hype you. Like I like I always tell people with the way I look at the relationships that I'm in now. It's like I don't want a cheerleader. I don't want a cheerleader. I want a motherfucker who's gonna meet me in the finals. Whether I beat you in the finals or not. You feel me? I'm not trying to make a relationship like, like look like that. But whether I win or not in the finals, I knew, I know that you've done everything you were supposed to do in between time to meet me at the chip. To get what? The rings, which is what? The wedding and all of that shit. Like, I knew that you've done everything. Like, you made it. You beat the play. You went through the playoffs. You were number two seed because I was number one. Now nah, I'm bullshitting. Or, you know what I'm saying? You was number one seed. I was number two. But you feel what I'm saying? We the ones who's going to meet neck and neck. We're going to get through the playoffs. You feel me? We're going to knock everybody off. All seven games, four games, sweeps, whatever. And when we meet, we're going to take this bitch to game motherfucking seven. You dig what I'm saying? Some people don't want to be the motherfucker who meets you in game seven. Some motherfuckers just want to be the cheerleaders and say, I was at the game. You dig what I'm saying? So when you are planning and you are planning your relationships like that, there's nothing wrong with it tying it back to the time frame. There's nothing wrong with a relationship moving fast. It only moves fast when you can pay attention to the time. You feel what I'm saying? I've been in situations where I would, you know, talk to a woman for about three months. It feels like three months and it's like, you know, hmm, why do we cram so much into this time? Because it really still feels like three months. On the other side of that, I've spoken to women who vibe for a year and it feels like, yo, damn, I feel like I only had your number for a good two and a half, three months. Still feels new, still feels fresh, and it's like, how? Because we're approaching relationships differently. And in approaching a relationship from the aspect of it being business, you treat it as such. You put 100% in, they put 100% in. Y'all are willing to meet each other at the finals. All right, all right, look, look, look. 
the markets are not a difficult place to understand, all right? You just have to know what you're looking at. And there's five things that you need to see before you can make any market entry. First, you need a pocket so you can know which direction the market is going. Second, you need a pullback so you can get the better price. Third, you need a battlefield so you can see when that market movement is slowing down. Fourth, you need the upper hand so you can see when the market reactivates. And last, you need a final push so you can see the exact moment when it's time to go with the direction you are already moving in, okay? Of course, of course, there's so much more that has to go into that and it's not as cut and dry as that. But those are things that I teach in my Mastering the Market course. So if you would like to learn more, please visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today. Although it is directed and specialized for Forex, all of the skills, I crafted them to be transferable to any market that you're looking at. So again, visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today if you are truly looking to master the market. As opposed to that same three months and it's like, yo, I count this time. We ain't been talking that long. Like, why the fuck? You know what I mean? But it's like, that's an employee. That's from the employee perspective. Yo, I want a promotion. I want to raise, so I'm going to do everything. And then when they don't get it, you earn raises. You don't just get them just because you're here and doing everything. Like, what other tangibles? See, the thing about a promotion that I've learned is that you only get promoted when you can take the you can take something away from what your employer does already for themselves, and you can fill that void. You feel what I'm saying? That's the fastest way to get promoted. Figure out what it is that your supervisor, your manager, whatever the case may be, is doing and find a way that you can take that away. That's hard to do in relationships. Because it's like, what can I do for you to make you elevate me to a certain point in this relationship? Everybody is now in the space of you got to work for like as men. This is one of the reasons why we don't like. This is one of the reasons why it's hard for men to commit because women a lot of times have this mentality that women, women sometimes have this mentality that the man has to chase me. They say men pursue. Now that's cool. We're going to, we're going to stick with that. But now we're going to add it to this example, this metaphorical perspective right now as an employer, why would I chase an employee? If you don't want to do the job, you get fired. That's simple, right? That's simple. But when we look at how relationships work and we're putting them in from that perspective, men are like, I got to do all of this work. I'm putting in all of this work continually, continually, continually. Like, imagine that as an employer, you doing all of the work to make sure your employee comes to work. The fuck? You doing all of the work to make sure your employee has a reason to come to work. That's what happens oftentimes. You know what I'm saying? Because of the way the coach, men pursue women. A man that finds a wife finds a good thing, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I respect it. I fuck with it. But like I said, we're going to play semantics a little bit just to bring it down, just to bring it down a notch. Because now it's like, I'm putting in all of this work. And you're not doing the shit. Like you still saying, that's not in my job description. You got me fucked up. You gone. (laughs) You will be replaced. (laughs) You will be replaced. And the the mission, the goal is that you have to be in a situation where it's like, how can I mesh well enough to take this? Like, I want this promotion. I want this ring. I want all of this shit. But how can I put myself in a situation where I could take something off of you? 
something that you're supposed to be doing, like the relationship or whatever the case may be, you know, I have to do something to take a dynamic off of you. So you're not carrying the relationship and I'm carrying it with you. But again, now when we tie it back to men lead, women follow, some women are really programmed not to be designed to do anything in a relationship. Right. So you can't fuck with an employee. You can't fuck with a relationship employee. They like the work. They like to be in. Oh, I got me a job. I get benefits, 401k, dental, all the shit that I I think I'm supposed to have. But I'm just going to do my job. I'm going to complain and gripe and bitch and moan about being promoted. But when I'm asked to do a certain task, when I'm asked to do another task or do something more, do something to take the burden off of the employer. I'm going to look at the motherfucker. You don't pay me enough for this shit. This ain't in my job description. You feel me? It's a synergistic thing. Why would I pay you more for it when you're showing you don't even want to do it? And the same thing can be applied to men. Men saying, I want women to be my peace. I want her to be my peace and shit. Okay. You want same situation. You want your employer to promote you to a space to get something that you're not getting now. What are you doing to take away something so this person can give you your peace? Oh, can she be my piece? Have you done something enough as the employer, as the employee, to make her want to promote you to where she can give you peace because now you have taken something off of her? Ah. Yeah, I'm nice with these metaphors like this because I used to be a rapper. Like, it's just, I just do this shit. You feel me? This shit cold. But this is how relationships are. This is how the relationship dynamic is played out. You know, man is like, I want somebody to do me like this or do me like that. And it's like, you know, and this is one of the reasons why men can be so comfortable in relationships for a long period of time. Because as an employee, <laughs> I'm with it. See, a lot of times the women that get they get mad and they be like, I'm not staying in a relationship for 10 years without being married or blah, 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 like that. For one, they had no plan and they had no intention on being with another employer. But for two, they have gotten with a man who was comfortable being the employee. As long as I'm fucking sucking and you know what I'm saying? Like, we good. We don't have to do more. I don't want a promotion. I'm comfortable being just a supervisor under your, your web. Semantics. You got to ask yourself, is that motherfucker really like that? Because some men is comfortable. I don't want to, I don't need an extra. Man, fuck that. I don't need to fucking be promoted. The fuck? I'll take your certification just to keep you around and keep make you think I want to do more, but the fuck it's gonna be 10 years before i decide you know what i think i want to be promoted i think i want to go salary you feel me shit nutty it's nutty as fuck but this is the a reality that we're dealing with with relationships so when we come to the relationship and the dynamic from it being okay this is business this is two motherfuckers we're gonna take it serious they set intentions for what they really want out of a relationship you feel what i'm saying intentions are powerful because with the way intentions play themselves out, intentions are thing are intentions are the thoughts wired to your unconscious mind. You don't have to think about your intentions; you just do them. Your intentions are like when people do stupid shit, like yo, it wasn't my intention to hurt you. No, it wasn't your thought to hurt me. It wasn't your goal to hurt me, but your intention was there because your intention is in your unconscious mind. It's to serve a certain purpose. So when we look at how the relationships and you align with certain people, it's like, what do you want? Do you want the same intentions or do you have the same goals? Think about people who come together in relationships from the business perspective, even as from the business partner perspective, they have aligned intentions. Nothing is going to shake those intentions. 
So looking at it from the perspective of the relationship, it's like, I now know I have to bring 100% and 100%. There's not a, you know, I'm going to work until I'm getting in place. Like, no, because with or without you, this business is going to is gonna float. My business is going to float. I just want our businesses to partner together. That's it. That's what a relationship is. Business partnership. Business fucking partnership. Things were already, uh, my shit is already on point by myself because I have, I know how to put everything into what I need to do. Right now we're going to tie this back in again to relationships. My relationship with myself is so potent with or without you is still going to be dope. I'm still going to be dope. I'm not popping because I'm with you. You feel me? And vice versa. You ain't popping because you with me. You popping. I'm popping. Now let's pop. Motherfucker. But it comes into certain dynamics of relationships that, that, you know, that play like the... One thing that I've learned about a relationship that I've learned that job relationship people use oftentimes, I used to use it myself until I actually like broke down the word. Cause sometimes we say shit, we just hear it for so long all our lives and that's appreciation. You feel me? I hear it. I say it still. I still have my moments, but looking at appreciation, what is appreciation? We tell people, I appreciate you, but we don't really appreciate them. Because when we look at the actual definition of appreciate, because what we really mean to say when we say that we appreciate somebody is that I'm appreciative of you because you appreciate me. And I know it sounds that's very rude and very arrogant to say that you appreciate somebody. Mm, it's not. Because it's arrogant actually to say I appreciate you and they are not growing in life because when we look at an asset. You know, because that's what we want in these relationships. The jobs just want liabilities. Business people want assets because assets generate revenue, right? But when we look at an appreciating asset, what does that asset do? It is growing. You feel me? That asset appreciates. The relationship, the person that you're with is an asset to you. And they should appreciate. But are you appreciating them? To appreciate means to grow in value. So are you truly appreciating that asset? Are you doing what's necessary to make it grow in value? No. Motherfuckers are appreciative that somebody sees them as an asset. That's job shit. You feel me? And like I said, it's it's semantics because a lot of times, like I said, we don't look into the words. Sometimes we just say shit for so long that we think that that's what it is. But it's like... You know, you do something nice for somebody about you. I appreciate you. Think about how that sounds. Just based off of how I express it, it's like I do something nice for you, make you feel good about yourself, whatever the case may be. You tell me you appreciate me. It's like, no, I just appreciated your ass. The fuck? I just made you better. I just made you feel good. I just made you elevate. I just made you do something. I appreciated you, not the other way around. You're appreciative of what I've just done. That's one of the issues. And I'm learning that low key, these are subtle things that we speak from the unconscious mind that we don't really know. People be in a relationship saying, you don't appreciate me. And we be thinking this, yo, I do appreciate you, man. I I do everything that I'm supposed to do. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm grateful for the shit that you do. Nah, motherfuckers really mean what they say. You don't appreciate me. You're not making me better. You're not making me grow. You feel what I'm saying? It's that deep. But it's low key that shallow because 
not many people are expressing it from the right way. It's like a mind fuck because it's like, I'm using this right now saying this person doesn't appreciate me. But it's like, they're like, nah, man, I say thank you for this shit. And it's like, no, that's not what I mean. And you don't can't even justify what you mean because the job mentality of a relationship ain't going to appreciate you because you're a liability. <laughs> Liabilities don't appreciate. As <laughs> soon as you drive a fucking car off a lot, what happens? It depreciates in value. That's a liability. Assets appreciate in value. We become in relationships when we have the job mentality. We're liabilities. You feel me? The business side of it, like the job aspect is like, yo, your your job is always at jeopardy. When a motherfucker want to fire you, they can fire you. But your business partner, they're not just going to turn. Like y'all have to come to terms with some very fucked up shit if y'all ain't in alignment to actually cancel the contracts or whatever the case may be. But that's because two motherfuckers have come together with assets that they can appreciate with one another. So like I said, we we say things like we appreciate, like before there's even appreciation, you know, there's interest. Interest. Interest has to accumulate. You feel me? Interest is what helps appreciate an asset. Which side of the asset are you on? You feel what I'm saying? So I'm saying that. In this regard, to show how the connection between the business world, the financial scope, and it's finance, and at the core of it, wealth. All of that, your relationship will determine how wealthy you're going to be. To the core. Motherfuckers know, I can't, you can't become wealthy just being a nine to five, regular nine to five working, working a job. You know that there's going to be other things you're going to have to do. You're going to have to invest. You're going to have to invest you have to invest time in a relationship for the shit to be you y'all see what i'm saying everything about the, the connection of a relationship is business but nobody's handling their business nobody's doing business because everybody's comfortable just being an employee we have been so programmed and so wired to be workers and to work for something and for somebody that we are not able to work for ourselves and what we want you dig what i'm saying so you have to invest in your relationship you, you feel what I'm saying? And the thing about investments, investments can boom at any, if you hit the right fucking investment, it can skyrocket and take off. There's no limit to that. There's no limit to the speed in which it happened. You know, everybody says things like you want to invest slowly. No, you invest according to what you want your portfolio to look like. You invest according to what you want your portfolio to look like, which means what your investment is your plan, your plan for how you are going to grow the wealth that you are trying to accumulate your relationship with the money, your relationship with the business, whatever it's contingent upon how well you look at your portfolio and how well you can grow it. Right. Why the fuck are we looking at relationships? And, oh, you're you guys are rushing. Are your intentions the same? Are you both willing to put 100% into that relationship? You can't rush the shit. If that means that when your intentions and your investment is put in there and it happens to take off fast because of the way you plan the investment, that's not rushing. That's called fucking divine alignment. That's called perfect fucking timing. Back to the will of fortune shit that I was talking about, how you create your own karma. But imagine this, tying it back to the other side, you're asking a motherfucker, uh, how should I invest? What should I invest? And now everything is taking off slowly because motherfuckers is telling you, okay, investing is slow. No, it ain't. 
No, it ain't. If you know how to time that shit, if you know how to read the timing and everything, your investments can boom fast. You feel me? Shameless plug. That ain't so shameless. All of my master in the market students have learned to read the market so well that they know how to time the shit. So it's almost like, damn, I hit the investment at the right time because it's a matter of knowing why. Because I showed them how to plan for the right fucking moment. Feel me? Why the fuck don't we look at relationships like that? Because the world, oh, y'all rushing, y'all this, and you very well be rushing. This is why you got to know the delineation between being an employer from, from the relationship aspect of work being a job or a business. You feel me? Ask yourself that. The relationship you in right now, if you in one, the relationship that you're trying to get in, whatever the case may be, what do you want out of it? Do you want to work? Yeah, you want to put in the work. Do you want it to be a job or do you want it to be a business? If you want it to be a business, stop trying to find motherfuckers who just want to be employees. If you're comfortable with it being a job, stop trying to get with and hire business minded people. They're going to leave your ass when they don't have any more growth. Now you mad as I made this person better for the next person. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You gave them all the skills to be the employer that they were already going to be anyway. But you weren't ready to actually own a business. You feel me? And I'm speaking now semantics wise from the relationship perspective. You were comfortable with as long as I keep bringing employers in, I mean, employees in, I'm good. I've had situations where women constantly telling me where, you know, because I even, like I said, I look at my relationships as business moves, not as me being an employee. The fuck? You got me fucked up? You ain't telling me what to do? Like, fuck? What kind of shit is that? I got to ask you to go to the bathroom. That shit crazy. And I'm not saying that in a relationship, you got to ask you to go to the bathroom and shit like that, but it's like, that's the limitations a lot of times. You can't do, you can't be yourself. You have to be what the job requires. I know people with jobs that will say, I want to operate from this perspective and do this. I want to wear my hair this way. Whatever. And they can't. You know why? Because the employer won't allow it. There's shit that you, and that means that you can't be your full authentic self. But when the business, there's no, there's no limitation. You do you. You do you. Because can't nobody tell you shit. Can't nobody tell you shit. So I'm looking at it like this. When you get into relationships with people who they don't, you ain't going to tell me shit. Like I'm bigger than this relationship, bro. Sis, both y'all. And I don't mean it in a disrespectful way, but it's like you're trying to hire a business minded motherfucker as an employee. Literally and figuratively, it's only a matter of time to say that they're using that as a stepping stone for stepping stone, stepping stone for leverage to uh, to. To fulfill a fucking plan. Why motherfuckers don't want to make plans anymore? You feel what I'm saying? Something that I've learned. Every relationship that I've been in. I've had a plan for that relationship. And this changed the dynamic of it. And I'm starting to see it now that I'm older and shit. I tell people, I don't fall in love. I fell in love one time. And I'm never going to fall in love again. Now I rise in love. Because those are different things. When you have a job, you fall in love. From the job mentality, you're willing to fall in love. Fall, descend, drop. Now I rise in the shit. Because to rise in love means that you have to actively put something in. Because y'all know I define love as the powerful correct the power that lead powerful correction. Wait, what is what I say? The power for betterment through correction. Something. Y'all know how I define it. I can't think of it right now. Love is the power for betterment. 
The power that leads to betterment through correction. That's what it is. That's the full definition, right, of how I define it. Rising in love means that through that correction, you are constantly getting better. Falling in love means that you're dropping. Why the fuck does love, if love is quote unquote the highest frequency, God is love, all of these different connections to love is so powerful. Why the fuck are we falling in the shit? Because of the dynamic in which we are approaching relationships. If we approach relationships as assets, if we approach relationships as businesses that we're supposed to grow, the love is different. It rises. So I'm saying that to say this. As I became older, you know, I realized, yo, you know what? I'm going to love you from the jump. That's a plot twist to me and why shit works the way it works for me because it's like I put love in it from the jump. I don't, nothing has to earn my love anymore. It has to lose it. Because I've learned that in the falling in love aspect, it's the other way around. You don't have any of my love at all. You have to earn it. You feel what I'm saying? Which means I have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm not about putting motherfuckers through hoops. That is like, now, this is what I'm, this is the part that I'm saying. It's like, that ties into the perspective of the relationship being from the job, the work at the job. It's like, you're just an employee to me. Work to be promoted. That's me falling in love. That's what that standard is. That's what it is to fall in love. You have to constantly, you you have no love for this person. They have to build up the, like, no, fuck that. That shit's stupid. I love everything, everybody from the jump. You got to fuck it up. You got to fuck it up. You feel me? It's not an easy thing to do. Because a lot of people have, we have trust issues and things like that. I don't have that shit anymore. I've learned to say, you know what? I'm going to love you from the jump and we're going to rise. This is the, this is the standard. You feel me? This is the standard. The standard is I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the love from the jump. And I started when I started to do that, I had to realize that I was dealing with people in that transitional phase who wanted to, you gotta, you starting from zero. Okay. I am not an employee, baby girl. <laughs> You're gonna realize that I'm not not only am I not worried about getting promoted from you, like up to where you think I should be, but at the same time, I'm not promotable. You feel what I'm saying? I will leave this and continue to start another business. Like I'm trying to, and a lot of times you're trying to cap out an employer and you're trying to cap out a business minded person as an employer because you're used to dealing with employees. And when that business minded person shows you, yo, 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 your business model is trash. Your business model is trash. As an employer who once employed people and somebody can tell you your business model is trash, it looks crazy. It looks real crazy on your behalf because now you don't know what to do. Now you're like, oh shit, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. It's like, yo, my business has always ran. My business has always ran. You just doing too much. No, I'm not. <laughs> you just ain't never been intentional. You just ain't never really set a plan for a relationship. You always wanted to see where it goes. Not me. That's why I say I rise in love. Now I'm gonna give you the love from the jump. But it's coming from the perspective of 100% and 100%. If I realize you can't give me 100% because I got to earn your shit, the fuck? I've already earned mine. <laughs> I've earned everything for mine. So this is my standard. So at this point, everything I do has to make me better. I'm not coming out of a trench. I'm not coming out of a heartbreak. I'm not coming out of devastation. I'm not coming out of any of that shit. I'm coming from a point where, yo, I love the fuck out of me. I'm going to be me and do me in this motherfucker. No cap. You feel me? Ain't nothing going to happen. In the regards of bringing me down, everything has to build up. And that's what I'm saying about how the relationship has to be 100%, 100%. You have to be intentional with another motherfucker who's in that space. We just want to do the work and let... Now it's like, 
I want to have a relationship that I can work on as employees. <laughs> Imagine that, not even from the perspective of an employer hiring an employee, but two employees coming together to work. All y'all gonna do is gossip on the job. The fuck? And brag about you and then can't wait to see each other. Okay, you working my shift? Yeah, I'm working your shift. Oh, that's what's up. But then you can't work with everybody on the shift. Or you can't work different shifts because your homie ain't there. That means you're not going to be able to grow in a relationship perspective when the work has to come in. You need a person that's that's in a certain space all the time. There's no there's no critical thought. That's all liability shit. And at the end of the day, you're going to have a fallout because like, yeah, we doing the same shit. You don't want to grow. Or you don't want to grow and that person decides I want a promotion and they get one. Now you getting jealous. Yo, you supposed wasn't supposed to leave me. No, you wasn't supposed to stay still, motherfucker. So I'm looking at it like that. This just been my perspective. Like I've noticed that, and I had to come to terms with that shit. Like the relationships that I was, you know, being in. It's like mm -mm. I can, t I can, I can tell a motherfucker, a, a motherfucker want to be a, a, just have a job, and a motherfucker wants to be a part of the business. Let me say it differently. Not just be a part of the business, but merge businesses. Because being a part of the business still has that, you know, because you got that aspect too, motherfuckers. Oh, I've been an employer for so long. Let me be an employee now. Fuck no. No, no. That shit's crazy. I've had conversations like that. Dead ass. Like, motherfuckers are like, well, I've been, I'm, I'm just tired. I don't want to be the person leading the relationship anymore, whatever the case may be. I want to be, I'm sorry, you fucked around and fucked with the wrong person because you're not stopping shit. You're not getting, no, I'm not taking care of your ass. Like the fuck, you got me fucked up. You got to still, you're here because you still got to keep that energy. You just don't want to do it anymore. I get it. You got exhausted from wasting your time with employees who weren't good enough to get promoted, who weren't good enough to do what they're supposed to do. But that doesn't stop you from being an employer, does it? No, now you have to collab with an employer and y'all have to come together to make other things. You feel what I'm saying? To make more assets. But I, I don't know if I can make an asset with you if if your mindset like that. You feel what I'm saying? So when we looking at business, I mean the relationships from a business perspective, look at it from that from from the full gamut. You need an asset. You right? You and the person that you're with, you need to first make sure you're doing good business and you're, with your personal self. That means the relationship with yourself needs to be on point. That's the first aspect. Motherfuckers with the job perspective, they don't have to have a good relationship with themselves. Think about it. As an employee, I just got to do the job. I don't necessarily have to be a good employee or a bad employee. If you need somebody to hire, <laughs> you need shoes. that I can be good to get hired and pass my drug test and everything. You get there and see them bullshit. You feel what I'm saying? Or I could be that motherfucker who when I get there, now you like, damn, this motherfucker's too big for this job. They're going to quit. If I don't pay them, if I can't, because I can't give them raises because, you feel me? I'm just not. So they're going to quit. You feel me? But on the other side of that, now it's like, yo, you got to step into that realm if that's what you want. You feel me? Go into that relationship like it's a business because that's what the fuck it is. Marriage is a business. Relationships are business. It's business between two sound business partners. Two sound business partners. Every relationship that I approach, I approach it like that. When I decide, yo, I'm interested in you. Interest is supposed to grow. If I'm interested in you, you gonna know. 
But when I start to see that this is a liability and not an asset, I don't fuck with it anymore. Like that ain't ghosting my boy. Oh, you go. No, I just didn't get around to telling you that I don't fuck with you no more because it's sporadic <laughs> shit. Motherfuckers would be like, oh, I don't want you to get tired of me. So I'm not going to talk to you every day. All right. That's a conscious choice you chose to make. Let it let it be. Let it be. You feel me? I'm going to I'm going to move according to that. But at the same time, it's like when you're developing that, you developing in that space, like everything needs to be intentional. I know I'm 31 years old. I know my next relationship needs to be serious. I know my not needs. I know my next relationship will be serious. I know my next relationship will be with the intention of being married, having children and developing a family. I know these things. So I'm not treating it like anything else. I'm not about to. Oh, I just want to see where this go. No, this is going to go to the altar, ma'am, or the broom or whatever, however the fuck it, it plays out for, you know, that time to come. But it's a business move. It's a business move. And I'm evaluating the initial phases. I'm evaluating my, my intention is to evaluate, evaluate the asset and appreciate it. And. I be having women just confused sometimes with, you know what I'm saying? Some of the women in the past, they be like, oh, I appreciate you so much. Nah, I'm appreciating you. Now you have to. And this is what I be saying. When motherfuckers be like, motherfuckers be like, yo, that's wrong when I say shit like, yo, you got to like me back. I'm going to say it a different way now. You have to appreciate me too. There's no reason why your life should be, your whole life had changed since I came in. You knew back then. You feel me? But at the same time, my shit ain't ha- it ain't popping like that. I've been in several situations. This is when I had to come to terms with the fact that I was comfortable being an employer and not actually linking and connecting with business motherfuckers because I would have women say, oh, you just pour so much into me and I never needed anything back. I never wanted anything back. I felt like I didn't have to get anything back. I said, fuck that. No, no, no more. No more. And that was a part of falling in love. Rising in love is like, no, you got to appreciate me too. And I don't mean just appreciate, oh, be grateful for what I'm doing for you or be appreciative that I'm pouring into you. Fuck no. Fuck no. No, you have to appreciate me too now. This Now I realize what I can really, what I really meant all those times. I'm like, oh, you got to like me back. That's how the relationship got to be. That motherfucker got to appreciate you and you got to appreciate them. And to appreciate something means that you help make it grow in value. If your relationship ain't coming together in, term, in, in, in line for that, you're going to fail that shit. Your shit's going to be trash. You feel me? And that's where the work is coming in. Nobody want to look at a relationship from a business perspective. Don't nobody, everybody think, oh, I just want to get, no. I'm not, look, getting to know you is a part of the process. It's going to happen anyway. The fact that we connected, we exchanged numbers, we talked, FaceTime, blah, 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 all of that good shit, the shit's going to come. But when your intention is set, here's my plan for you. Here's my plan. I got a plan for Every person that comes in my life. I have a podcast episode. I don't remember which one it was. This is one earlier. We like 160 in at this point. Didn't even know it. But um, we, um, I was talking about how I use people in relationships. You know, especially with women. I use them. But I use you for only what I can get out of you after I put it in. I look at, again, I'm going to use it like the business aspect. Whatever I can deposit, I feel like I can take out. I can't take nothing from a zero account. I can't overdraft. You dig what I mean? I cannot overdraft. So what I have to do is make sure that the, the equity is there. The equity of the relationship is there. The value of the relationship is there. The money is in the motherfucking account. So when I say, you know what? 
I need, I need a withdrawal. Ain't no complaints. You able to give it to me. But now, when I put all it, when I deposit, and then you freeze my account and say I can't get it, oh, we gonna have a problem. You feel me? You can't, you can't, you can't get it now. You feel me? That's another problematic piece. But again, what I'm like, I, I was using that to say, like, I'm going to appreciate you. I'm going to increase the value now. When I need something out of it, damn it, I gotta get it. I'm gonna get it. It ain't no, it ain't no, you know. Oh, nah, this just no. Fuck that. You got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. If you think I'm not gonna get it after I've been depositing and pouring in, no, no, no. But you don't have to worry about that when you have matched with somebody whose intentions are yours. You're pouring into them. They're pouring into you. You feel what I'm saying? Ain't no half. Like I been telling motherfuckers, it ain't half. It's a hundred, a hundred. When you take 100% of yourself and they take 100% of themselves and you put it in the pot, the fuck? Just pay the fucking bill. It doesn't matter. At this point, it's, you don't know whose money it is. At this point, you don't know whose resource it is. But that's the thing. A lot of motherfuckers ain't coming together with resources. They're not resourceful. So it's like, I have interest in what you're supposed to be able to give me. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, I approach these relationships, every relationship, like, yo, you're going to do something for me. My interest is to have you do something with me. Like, the fuck? Like, it ain't just I like you and we want to go on dates and you feel me? Make pictures and say relationship goals. Fuck? Nope. Got me fucked up. It's more to life than that. But what we are going to do is I'm going to see, I know what I need in my life. Can you be that? Not only can you be that, can you be that because that's who the fuck you are? You feel what I'm saying? When you are the employer trying to groom an employee into a certain position, it's different. You got to stay on them. You got to always, yo, you're here, you're late, you're supposed to be on time, you're this and the third. No. When that's their job and they want to be in that position and they want to grow and develop, you ain't got to say shit. You feel me? All you know is when they ask for a promotion, you just giving it to them. You feel what I mean? When they say, yo, it's time for the okay, you got it. Imagine that. You feel me? And like I said, that time shit, all of that shit is obsolete when you really have an intention for what you want out of a person. Every, like I said, I approach every new relationship. Now, this is why I'm able to do the monogamy thing. This is why polygamy, this is why polygamy is hard. This, I mean, this is why polygamy is what it is. And everybody trying to say, oh, men are polygamy. No, 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 no. Now let's tie the semantics into that shit. Motherfuckers want to be polygamous because their job, they're, they're employees. Their employees are just like, damn, I know I need this job filled. Nah, nah, nah. That's, and this is another reason why I said, and I'm not going to repeat this heavy into this episode because I already said it before. This is why I said polygamy is for the carnal, monogamy is for the divine. Everybody can't be no motherfucking business owner. Everybody doesn't want that responsibility. Now you have two business owners that come together and it's like, let's leverage business together. Let's leverage how we're going to operate together. But it's like, you got to come to me 100% with yours and I got to come to you 100% with mine. You feel me? Not no, oh, I'm going to delegate another person with another job to take the burden off of you. Now it's like, yo, here's my burden. It's your burden. Okay, cool. We're going to keep them separate, but we're also going to bring them together and see how we can work it out. You dig what I mean? And we're going to appreciate one another and grow the asset. Motherfuckers be depreciating each other. Deep, they depreciate their um 
they depreciate the liabilities and don't want to appreciate the assets. You feel what I'm saying? So now it's like that liability that was just depreciated can't be an asset or something. Nobody want to. No, anybody dealing with no depreciated liabilities, and you coming into this space, I'm an asset. No, the fuck you ain't. You were just a depreciated liability for the last three months. You need to learn how to see yourself as an asset first. That goes back into, you know, staying in relationships for too long, staying at jobs for too long. They don't respect me. Why the fuck are you still there? Because I ain't found nothing else yet. Are you looking? Only within what I've already done. Okay, cool. Shut the fuck up and stay there until you leave. Fuck that. A motherfucker that know they work, they know that they're an asset to a company, they dip. They be finding like, I know motherfuckers who can find a job in a week. Before they, before the shit is even processed, that they have been, you know, they have left the previous job. They already found another one. That's an asset. You feel what I'm saying? That's an asset. This is not to condone rebounding because y'all don't rebound from the perspective of that business perspective. Y'all do it from the employee. I just want a new employer. But all in all, the thing that I want to end with this is, is, is saying this. When you connecting with that relationship, you know, we're adults. Every relationship. This is another thing. I was talking to somebody and I was like, yo, working jobs, like the employee shit, this can come off rude and disrespectful, but I just, just you know, what I've said in the conversation, but it's going to tie into how it is. People that work jobs, you know, are children, but entrepreneurs are adults. The reasoning behind what I said that is because children need everything done for them laid out. There's motherfuckers who can do a job and it's like, wait, they're doing a job to serve a purpose. You feel me? To to achieve something and go to the next level. Everybody that I know who's working a job, most of the people in my space who are working a job, they're using it to, to get themselves out. That's adult shit. You feel me? It's like, so it's like, when we look at how the relationships play out, it's like, it takes people, it takes a level of adulthood to be able to commit to a relationship 100%, to be committed to 100%, and to continue to show up every single day. No call outs. Business owners can't call out. Only employees can call out. You feel what I'm saying? When I was an account manager, if my team called out, I had to fill the void. I had to come to fucking work. You know what that does? That makes me have to be extra responsible for myself and everything around me. So I couldn't get sick. I couldn't, I didn't have the luxury of being sick. You feel me? I didn't have the luxury of of being tired. You feel me? I remember one time, one of my overnights, she just didn't come in, didn't call me, didn't say shit. You feel me? I had to fire her. Like, I hated it because she was a black woman, single mother, and the only time that she could work was overnight was she had a sick child. And the bitch-ass motherfucker who was there before me, he wouldn't terminate her. He wouldn't even write her up. So it's like, I had to submit all of her shit. So it made me look like the bad guy that she was She was gone. You feel what I'm saying? But I had to do it. But at the same time, I felt bad because it's like, yo, she's a black woman. She got a kid, bro. But at the same time, I have to make the decision for what I have to make the decision for. You feel me? That's a, that, that ties into that aspect of how we need to start looking at relationships as adults. You feel me? After you hit 
I'm gonna say it like that. I'm gonna say after 29. After well, I'm gonna say after 27. Because at the 27, your Saturn ret- your Saturn return starts when you about 27. <laughs> if you don't know the Saturn return to bust your ass, but it really transforms you into a whole nother person, right? After your Saturn return, and then you know your first life cycle is from from birth to 28 years old. Roughly around that, after that, you're an adult. It's time to act like it. Numerologically, astrologically, you're an adult. So now, what you have to do is take into consideration the moments of transformation and start to look at relationships from a different perspective. You're no longer an employee. You now have to be the business owner. You now have to be the business owner and collaborate with other business owners who bring assets to the relationship that you're in. No longer can you just say, oh, I just want to be an employee and get hired somewhere. Or I just want to hire somebody who I don't have to promote. No, no, times have to change. And we have to stop having children with this like because the children are suffering because of our actions and our decisions. Because rather than wanting to coincide and collaborate with somebody who's business-minded for the relationship, we rather stay stuck in the job mentality of people who just want to work in a relationship and not build and make their relationship a business. And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and end it there because you know I got shit to do. But that's I don't know, man. I just had to learn how to look at relationships like that from now on because you know it start like it starts off, motherfuckers. Oh, relationship is work. All right, is it gonna be gonna be cheated like a job or cheated like a business? I'm now in a space now where I can acknowledge because sometimes you just gotta physically say something. Right when it's in the back of your mind. You know what you want and what you expect, but sometimes you have to physically say it. And since uttering it and coming to terms with that reality, like, this is what I want, it started to align more. You feel me? I only fuck with women who who are in a space where, yo, we can, our relationship can be business. You feel me? Not business as, you know, we're coming together as business partners and shit like that. No, no, no. We're treating our relationship like an actual fucking business. You feel me? I'm interested in you. You're interested in me. We do the necessary things that start to appreciate each other. We coincide to see how our businesses can partner together. What's your business? What's mine? Can it function? Can it's, it's, it's like, you know, I'm beyond the cute shit. I'm beyond the physical shit. I'm beyond all of that. Like mentally, can our businesses coincide and appreciate one another? Spiritually, can our businesses coincide and appreciate one another? Emotionally, you feel what I'm saying? Can they coincide and appreciate one another? Because if it's not appreciation, it's depreciation. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't think we look at relationships like that. We don't appreciate and appreciate them in the dynamic that we, we should. We should treat every relationship like it's a business move. 
You feel what I'm saying? Because now when I know, okay, these are my intentions, this is what I want. This is the business that I want. The business is going to be, you know, my last name, you know, because cliche shit, but you feel me? However it work out, that marriage, that union is our business partnership. It is our merger. You feel me? It is our fucking merger. The children that we create are the subsidiaries of each of, of this business. You feel me? The different sectors and the things we branch off from. How are we actually building this shit? Now it's like, if you can't even cater to your business, why the fuck would you cater to our business? And why would you help develop another business that goes under that? How could you keep that shit up? Our children need to be subsidiaries of our business based off of who the fuck they are. They don't need to be employees for us. They need to be their own businesses, their own brand entities, their own individual perspective with the understanding of they have to come from the extension of us. So as a parent, it's on me to bring the best out of who this child is, not make him the, make him another version of me, but see who the fuck they are. It's like, yo, within the conjunction, within the, the conjunction of how we are, how you're tied to this family, this is who you have to be in that. You feel me? Your child may be a fucking artist. How does the, how does the artistry come out to where they are now the asset? Because if you're making them live your life or life, they're going to become a liability. They're likely to fuck up the business. You can't let them fuck up the business. You feel me? Because that fucks up the family. But the family has to already be structured. It has to already be set in the dynamic of how well you're going to create the assets and appreciate them. So when the child is born, the child is developed, okay, you're the asset. Let me appreciate you. Let me appreciate you. You're my child, but let me appreciate you. Because what kind of asset are you? I know I'm learning that you're a visualization type of person. You're a thinker, but I'm trying to make you go down this route. I'm not appreciating you. I'm depreciating you because I'm putting the cap on who you are. You dig what I mean? Which in turn is going to fuck up the next subsidiary that comes in. And then after that shit, because then you're showing favoritism. No, you can't show favoritism to your children. You have to show individuality because that's who the fuck they are. Each one is different. But then when you set the standard that they have to be the same or they got to do like be more like, no, you can't be continue to be exactly like you now as an asset to our business, our family. Now we we can take it to that next level because this is how you're going to be fruitful to this. And then you continue to process and set the web grandchildren, great grandchildren. But it's about individuality in conjunction to completing your mission and your purpose. That's what the fucking family structure was supposed to be about. How you are supposed to be contributing to the world and the family that you come in is supposed to help you enhance that and become an asset with that shit. You feel what I'm saying? So when you're looking at your relationships, man, ain't no more, ain't no more, oh, I just want to see where this goes. No. So what are your intentions with me? My intentions with you are to be married. My intentions, first find out what the intent, I did this on intentions and relationships, but I repeat it here. Find out what the intentions they, they have for a relationship. Then find out what their intentions are for you. Fuck that. Like, I don't like my intentions are to have this one and third. If you fit into that puzzle, cool. Then my intentions with you are for that. 
I'm not going to deviate from that, which means I'm going to do what I need to do to appreciate you, to make sure when the time is right for the right assets to come from you, for, well, to come from us, it will be what it needs to be. No matter how much time it takes, if if it if I feel like it, it, we can get this done in a certain amount of time, cool. It's not about rushing. It's about how well we execute the plan. If our plans align, that's even more perfect because it's how fucking well we execute the plan. It's not about just moving fast and love bombing and falling. And my favorite color is this, like interrogating each other to where we feel comfortable. No, no, no. I make the commitment based on the fact that we are aligned intentionally our intentions for what we want to receive from our plan out of our plan of business is the same there's no reason why i can't marry you there's no reason why i can't commit to you because i know exactly what the fuck i need to be i need in a business partner you feel what i'm saying i don't i don't i, don't, I can't do this with an employee so if your goal is to be here to be led to be, you know, told what to do, to be let no, I can't do that. I need to, I need an equal leader with myself. Because it's like, like I said, you can't, a man can't lead you if you don't even know where you're going. Like women, oh, I need a man to lead. Where? Where? Where do you think you want to go? Well, I don't know. I'm going to take that man's lead. Okay, cool. Now you have to deal with the fact that you're a tag along. And when you become the employee that he doesn't want anymore, you get fired. I don't give a fuck if you're the lover and the secretary working every day of the week. If you're a fucking tag along because you're not a business partner, this is what's going to happen to you. You feel what I'm saying? This is why it's bittersweet why they say, oh, well, women get married and they get divorced for half and shit and they didn't do any of the work. Okay, cool. You chose that because you hired an employee. You hired, you fuck with an employee as an employer and you got sued because they had a slip and fall. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting working. They're getting workers comp. That's what they're getting for being injured and hurt on the job. Workers comp. You feel me? When you got a business partner, you ain't really worried about that shit. You're above workers comp. You're above that shit. But you got to be willing to tap into it. And it's if I had a woman knowing the intention in which I look for women and I create my relationships and shit like that, I'm not mad at half. If we don't work and we get a divorce and we got to split shit down the middle, we got to split shit down the middle. Because I know that she has an equal equal contribution to what I've just put into this motherfucker. Do you know why? Because my intention was set for that. Because I know that this is a business partner. You feel me? I know that this is a business partner. And we are appreciating one another. Yeah, we're getting better than that. Like, this is an equal contribution to our reality. And when you can contribute equally, I'm not opposed to giving you what we have. I'm not on no shit. I'm like, yeah, she earned that shit, bro. She earned that shit just like I earned her shit. You feel me? That's why it's like in that movie, Why Did I Get Married To? That shit pissed me off when um they was in a divorce thing. And, you know, Janet, when Malik Yoba part, when she ain't want to give him half of the, he's like, what? That was the other side to the shit. But those are the things that it's like when you are in, on mutual grounds, this ain't to say that relationships going to be perfect, frictionless, and no shit like that. Because business is hard. But you need somebody who's going to weather your business storm with you. Because they can weather their own business storms. You feel what I'm saying? If they're not in that space, then they can't. Like, that relationship is going to be trash. Because y'all ain't assets to each other. Y'all are liabilities. You dig what I'm saying? 
Y'all are liabilities. So seek your relationship and look at it from that perspective. Stop looking at, oh, I'm an employer, so let me find somebody to hire and see if I can promote them. Nah, business partners are already promotable. They're already in a space of knowing, okay, yeah, I'm going to be here. I got plans. I plan, plot, and strategize and execute. You feel what I'm saying? Everything I do is intentional for a certain plan to achieve a certain goal. Why not do that in relationships too? Love ain't enough, bro. Love ain't enough. And if you want wealth, you feel me? Everybody wants healthy relationships, but not many people want wealthy ones. You ain't gonna become, you ain't gonna have a wealthy relationship from a worker's perspective of it just being a job. Jobs don't produce wealth. They serve as a stepping stone that leads to wealth. Businesses produce wealth. So I'm going to leave it at that. Yes, this metaphor was cold. Um, Be sure to kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And children should be the culmination of solid business. Good business. You feel what I'm saying? Subsidiaries of good business. Hotel chains have what? The subsidiaries of the hotel, like Marriott, Courtyard by Marriott, uh, uh, Residence Inn by Marriott, different things like that. You feel me? And they're viable. Why? Because the business started right. That's what your marriage, that's what your relationship needs to be. The business needs to start right so the babies can grow up and be assets. You feel me? Make sure your kids know the value of business as an extension of life. Make meaningful connections with people because you can appreciate one another. Know that a relationship is about appreciation. You feel what I'm saying? I should appreciate my children and my children should appreciate me. But my children don't need the burden of appreciating me. That's when it comes to, oh, they, they got to make me proud. They got, no, 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 no. I have to appreciate my children. They're the asset that I must appreciate. I must pour into. If I can only afford to appreciate one asset, that's all I afford. We got to stop having babies and having kids just to keep a motherfucking relationship. No, that shit don't work. Because now that's fucked up business. That's bad fucking business. Why would you sign my name on another contract? Why would you lock me into another contract when this one is failing? It ain't like you're not going to be successful at another business just because you added one to it. The fuck? Therefore, you're not going to be successful at another relationship because you bound one to it and that relationship is with children. You feel me? Let's change the perspective and change the narrative to make sure that our children can be assets when they come in to this world. And we wonder why it's like, yo, children have to rebel. Like they become liabilities to us over time because we allow, because we don't appreciate our babies. We want our babies to appreciate us. You feel me? Oh, you ungrateful. You this. I keep the clothes on your back, roof on your head, basic survival. We want our children to be appreciative. Or we want our we want our children to be appreciate appreciative over basic survival. And we try, we we think basic survival tactics appreciates a child. No. 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 We gotta stop doing this shit. If we can't appreciate first, if we cannot appreciate ourselves. We don't need to be in a relationship. If you cannot add value to who the fuck you are, you don't even need to be in a relationship. In a relationship, if you can't add value or appreciate your significant other and they they appreciate you, you two are not getting better in a relationship, don't have kids. 
because you're not going, you're going to fail at appreciating the child. If you can't appreciate one child, don't have another. It's simple. It's not difficult. The fuck? Be responsible. You feel what I'm saying? But make sure that at the core of it all, you're able to appreciate yourself. You feel me? After appreciating yourself, appreciate your significant other and make sure they appreciate you back. Not just that they're appreciative of the shit that you do for them. Make sure they actually appreciate you and add value to your life. Then allow things to go. But I'm going to end it there. Be sure to kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.